They always say, trust your gut. But one time, my gut told me to bleach my eyebrows. And that was fashionable, but not widely well-received. While probiotics can't help you with most of your gut decisions, it can give your gut a little bit of support. And Ritual has your back. They made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Did you know daily disturbances like poor diets, stress, travel, the use of certain medications, and plenty of other factors can throw off your gut microbiome? Oh, no! Enter Ritual. Their Symbiotic Plus has been a gorgeous tool. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide, your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash curious. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash curious for 25% off. Let's face it, I'm not going to stop treating myself anytime soon, and neither should you. But what I should stop doing is paying for me time with whatever random credit card is in my wallet. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side by side to maximize your spending. Some even offering 10 times the points on your spending. So what could future you do with better rewards? Honey, is it like a gorgeous free flight that you would have had to have paid for, but honey, you're saving that flight money? Is it a gorgeous room upgrade? Is it like a gorgeous like two-bedroom suite instead of a one-bedroom suite so your like in-laws or like your friend could stay over there in that room so you don't have to like hear them doing whatever with what they're doing in your your guys' room? Is it like really adulting? Oh, I love adulting. And you know what else I love? is not waiting to make smart financial decisions. I also love paying my credit cards off in full every month because, like, yes, good credit. So let's, like, do try to do that and, like, making responsible decisions, which we love. Um, But anyway, don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, it's Jonathan Van Ness. Americans United for Separation of Church and State defends your freedom to live as yourself and believe as you choose, so long as you don't harm others. Core freedoms like abortion rights, marriage equality, public education, and even American democracy itself rest upon the wall of separation between church and state. Christian nationalists are attacking these freedoms, seeking to force us all to live by their narrow beliefs. Americans United is fighting back. Freedom without favor and equality without exception. Learn more about AU at au.org slash curious. Welcome to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness, and I'm so excited. You guys get to picture it again. It's the Sophia Petrillo moment. Pretend even if you follow me on Instagram and you just saw me in LA, picture like I'm still in New York because we're recording Getting Curious in New York for the month of November. It is our November issue. It is our journalism moment. It is everything. I'm really excited. I have Wani here. She is, what's your fish title? A fish is design director. Design director of Marie Claire. Which is Mary Claire. Mary Claire, which I can I can't do the Claire as well in the French accent. Claire, 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 Claire. Um, so basically, I met Wani because she reached out to me on Insta. I was a fangirl. She was a fangirl, and normally I just send back a little, a little like Wink. love you too. Yeah, but then I accidentally, for some reason, oh, well, you also sent me a DM, which was like everything. I sent you a DM. I yeah. sent you an email. 
It was a DM. From the Marie Claire, my Marie Claire. Oh, yeah, because that was work. official. Yeah, so you official. knew I wasn't some troll. Yeah, she wasn't some troll. But you invited me to Marie Claire, and you gave me a gorgeous tour. You gave me some amazing oil cleanser, which uh-huh. we loved. So, But that's how we met, and I have since followed you on Insta, and that's basically kind of how, how I preface you, Stephanie, our gorgeous producer right here. We're so gorgeous. With. Um, so sweet. But, but So sweet, so cute. Um, and now we've been friends, and then this is how I preface you to Stephanie. It's basically... I feel like you are, to me, who I want to be when I grow up in the sense of, like, coolness. Like, I don't know if I've ever met someone who I think is, like, cooler than you. Like, you're extremely what? cool. Like when I, And that's, like, one thing I love about your Instagram feed is, like, you have, like, this eye and this, like, this, this, just, like, this way of, like, I can tell from, like, what you post. It's, like, the way that you see the world is a really interesting way. And it's, like, one that I'm really, like, into. So... That's that. And then you're, and now since I've met you, you become the de- design director of Marie Claire. Cause yeah. before you were like art director, you're, which is that like VP to like P? Yeah. Is that kind of what it I is? I was like the Biden. So now, you were the Biden and now you're Obama. Yeah. But who reports to Nina Garcia. Yeah. yeah. Cause she's a creative director. Yeah. Cause she's like the, sup- now I'm comparing it to Iran. So yeah. she's like the Supreme Ayatollah. Like she is like the queen of Colombia. Yeah. I love her. She's the queen. We she live. is the queen. So that's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. So kind of what I want, one of the things, well, actually I wanted to know, I, I know this, but just for the children, it's like, where, like, where do you come from? What is your like origin story? Oh my God. I have such a good origin story. Yeah. It's like Batman. Yeah. It's like, I was born in China and my dad was one of the few people who got tested out, to come to America to go to school here. So then he left me when I was three, and I came here from Xi'an. You know where all the terracotta soldiers are? Yeah. I came from Xi'an when I was six years old, and we lived in Kansas. Manhattan, Kansas? Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, my God. My clients, the Daniels, are from Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, my God. Kate, if you're listening to this, whoa, small world. Anyway. Yes. So you so, live in Manhattan, Kansas. Yes, and he had like a $900 scholarship. And we paid $200 for rent and the rest was for food. We had like food stamps and all that. And we had, my little sister was born like a year after I was here. And, um, yeah, so I lived in Kansas for three years. And then when did you come to New York? I came to New York when I started to go to NYU. Right. Which so was... I went to high school in New Jersey, but, um, that was in 2005. 2005. Oh no, I graduated from college in 2005. I came to New York and... Literally, like, a week before 9-11. Oh, really? Yeah. That is an origin story. Yes. And that actually is, like, a whole other episode of the podcast that you came here, like, the week before 9-11. Yeah. So, wh- tell me what, like, the daily grind is of the of the, of the the design director of Marie Claire. Like, what is it? Like, what, like what's a day in the life of you? There's so many meetings. Just meetings all, all the time? Meetings all the time, but, like, I'm super hands-on. So I design most of the well stories, if not all of them, by myself. And the well, I mean, like, the fashion stories. You know, towards the middle end of the book where all, like, the fashion pages are. And it's just, like, story after story. And then I also design front pages. No, when you pages. say story. Yeah, story as a in, like, story? a fact, a picture story. Yeah. So, because yeah. it's not, like, an act. Like you're, so you're, like, basically, like, like you're, like, the effing Grace Coddington. Like, like, like you get to, like, you're, you're like, stand like this. No, I hate that purse. Like, I need you to not look so thirsty. Like, or like, can you look softer? Well, I go to the shoots. Uh-huh. So I go to the cover shoots. And I will say, like, um, her lip color is not working. 
Like, it needs to change. Take off all the eye makeup and just put on the lip. Just little things that make a big difference that you don't actually know would make a difference. Unless you did. Until you were in it and you yeah. saw it. And in the end, like, when we give it to our editor-in-chief to pick out which photo, she always chooses the one that looks the best. That had that little change. Yeah. So, and then... Is that like your favorite part of the grind, like the actual shoot part? Like, would you like? Would you prefer go do like? I a love the shoot? shoots. I, I do love it, but I like designing. So, what does that mean? That means I get on a computer. I take like a big, beautiful letter, like K, and like for Kate Hudson, and I like design it. I type, move the type around, and make it look like it's. It's like speaking. a gigantic Instagram post. It's a gigantic Instagram post. That's why I like Instagram so much because. It's not like Tumblr where everything just like disappears and goes and tumbles away. But Instagram is like you gram it, but it stays there forever. Right. Yeah. It's like a more like permanent archive. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm. it's like I love when Chelsea Handler like is like doesn't like to get too complimenty because it makes her uncomfortable. But like your <laughs> Insta feed is like so pretty. Oh, thank like, you. Like I love it. It's really hard work. It's like, curated it's not, like so beautifully. I mean, everybody thinks it's like, oh, like you're so – everybody wants to be effortless. Like you're so effortlessly chic. Your hair so effortless. Like everything – that – everything takes effort. Looking effortless is really it's, hard. It's really yeah. effortless. Like how is – I mean effortful. Like how long does it take you to do somebody's hair to make it look like they just woke up from bed and every tendril's like – So long. All yeah. like distressed and just like a little lived in. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like just been fucked hair. I you love know? that just been effed hair. Yeah. I mean we – That's not You mastered that. Yeah. You mastered that. Me? Yes. Oh, that's called damaging your hair to the point where when I know. you sleep on it, it wakes up fuzzy. Yeah. But it's yeah. fierce. It's fierce. Okay. So then I, this is like a weird question and I don't – I feel like I've noticed this thing with like, and I don't. I I just realized that like I was a millennial too. Yeah. Like I thought that I was like the one above it, yeah. but it turns out I am too. Yeah. But I feel like there's this thing, like, because you now have like people working under you. Yeah. So how do you see like, are you? How do you see like the millenn like the younger millennials? I feel like there's this thing with like. Well, I'm gonna let you answer it, but mm-hmm. tell tell me how you feel about people under 26 under who you're 26. working with right now. I think. I just recently talked to a friend about this. It's less about whether you're a millennial. It's more about if your parents are immigrants. Oh. If your parents are immigrants, you're much more likely to have a hardworking work ethic that's like a like a no bar. Like you, you do everything by the books. You will like burn yourself to the ground. You literally will work because – You've somehow inherited that gene that your parents, like, they'll cut their finger in the kitchen and then they'll just work through it. Yes. They put a Band-Aid on it and they're like, I'll sew it back tomorrow. Yes. But I've noticed that because I was like, you know, we have, like, different people in the art department, but every place that I've worked at, I realized where their parents comes from affects the way they act more. And I I also think maybe – well, actually, I don't – I was going to say maybe regionalism because I was like, why am I such a hard worker? Because like my parents weren't immigrants. And you I feel are like, a hard worker. But there's, but then there, but then I was like, maybe it's because I'm Midwestern and we're just like, if it's like negative 75, you still like get up and you like go to, you, you go to yes, work. Yes, my boyfriend's like that too. Yeah. You just, that's just what you do. Yeah. Like no, and no one really complains about it because that's just what you do. Yeah. But then sometimes I get confused because it's like, is that us having healthy boundaries or is that us being too brand new? Like, like that work ethic thing of like, no, I can't it's do tricky. that. Or, it's it is. Really it is. It's like, is it self-care and is it healthy or is it like 
you need to thicken up that skin, sweetheart, and like stop quitting every job you get. Yeah, I think it's that if you find the answer to that, then you've found the balance of life. Because if I can just it it's so complicated and situational that you don't know. But then there are some people that you just know they're lazy. Yeah. You know? And they're just full of shit. Like they're yes. just bullshit. Everything. They're like, oh well, I couldn't get that. It's coming tomorrow. It's like, no, it's not coming tomorrow. It's not coming because you're doing it. <laughs> and that's why you give it to the person who can get person who can get it done. Most likely somebody whose parent is an immigrant. <laughs> I love immigrants. It's because I know there are people who are like 25 that work really freaking hard. And you're like, okay, well, she's Asian, one, because Asian people work really hard. And that's just like, it's not a racism thing. That's just a fact. And I, being Asian, can say that, right? Yeah, oh, totally. And then um, they've come taught by their families to work really hard. Or they try to prove themselves that they're different than everyone in their family. And they work really hard. Usually that's like the youngest child. Birth oh my order. god, I'm the youngest one. Yeah, birth order. I think but that my family too. are all really hard workers. Like, okay. but I also come. I come from like a broadcast family, so it's like journalism, like newspaper, TVs. It's like yeah, we we just you, there's no you, we don't sleep. You just gotta work. But when I see you, I see like most of all hunger. Well, she I is feel thirsty. Like you're just like thirsty for it yeah she is you did the gay of thrones and then you do your hair thing with the hair story yeah we love hair story and i'm still using hair story because of you isn't Um, it such a thing yeah it's such a thing because i don't have to wash my hair all the time and um because it's so fried you know (laughs) but then um Uh, yeah you're but you're just like a hungry yeah she's hungry we're hungry for information yeah um okay so but then what about because in Marie Claire, yeah. the editor, do you call it the editor board or something? Like like the, like the people, like the heads of every like... Just the depart- heads of every department. Or, like what's the breakdown of like women to men? Oh, like 99% women in like one gay guy. Oh, which I live for this. Yes. But like where do you see, like where do you see women in journalism across the board? Because it's more all women, do you feel like... Do you deal with like a sexism or like misogyny in, 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 or have you like in your, in your industry? Maybe not at like your workplace now, but like in your career, like have you had to deal with like sexism and? Yes. I think women treat weak seeming women worse. Like women who act very feminine, who are soft spoken, who are traditionally feminine. I see people who seem very masculine, even though they are women, treating them like they're mice. Oh. Because they think they're mousy. That's interesting. You know? And it's like they, they look down at the ones that are shy, unless you work really hard. I love that story. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I, we, actually, I don't like that story that people bully, but the way that you like convey it, I love. Okay. Um, okay. So, you guys, that's we're going to take a really quick break, two seconds, and we're going to be back with more Getting Curious right after this. Instead of door busting for a plasma TV this Black Friday, how about you stay in and snag the best deal of all? Max Fun Con 2017 tickets. Max Fun Con West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and Max Fun Con East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both go on sale Friday, November 25th, and they're going to sell out fast. So mark your calendars and visit maxfuncon.com on November 25th to secure your spot. 
MaxFunCon. Way more fun than a smartwatch or whatever. Is the newest season of The Great British Bake Off any good? What exactly are furries? What shows should I binge watch on Netflix? What movie should I go see this weekend? Hey, how did Crash win Best Picture? I'm still mad about that. For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Oliver Wang. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcasts. I'm not going to judge. And then welcome back to Getting Curious. This is Jonathan Van Ness. And we are here with Wani. And then how do I say, give me, can I, can I get a full beautiful pronunciation of first and last name altogether? Yes, it's Jiang Wan Yi. That was really pretty. But, so uh, you agree. You think yeah, I'm really pretty. Yes. But okay. that's, but so in, so, but in Mandarin. 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 Yeah. We say last name first. Is that what just happened? Yes. Yeah. But so fashion inspiration. Yeah. When you were a little baby girl. Yeah. Oh my God. I so have the answer for this. Yeah. Who was it? Never ending story. The childlike empress. Oh my God. I love that. You know, she's like in her like little baby Chloe dress with a little like teardrop diamond on her forehead. And she's like, Bastion, say my name. Oh, that was major. What else? What, 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 what else? Um, Well, it's just like what I watched on TV. So you're more TV inspired. I don't actually, I don't know why I watch. I believe like that whole thing about your brain being fully formed by the time you're like, whatever age, like 16 or six or something like that. Like you're deeply influenced by what you see in your childhood. So I spent year one, year six in China. So I watched this like show called dream of the red mansion and everything's super dreamy. All the girls look like they're dressed in Gucci, Gucci now. So that's why I love Gucci now, but I'm looking at this. I'm like, I saw this like 20 years ago in 89. It was on TV. So it's just like flowy, chinoiserie type dresses red baby pinks baby blues and then like a burst of like hot orange and that's what's going on now that's what's going on now oh my god i love that so people just take inspiration from the past just to recycle so then what else like what else are you about like what else do you see from your childhood that is like really relevant now like 90210 oh yeah like a platform do 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 but like fashionly speaking, fashionly speaking, like Shannon Doherty was like the one, I think. So it's like about look at all the Levi's, like the Levi's jeans, the high waisted jeans, the sweatshirts. People got bangs. Yes, everyone's got bangs right now. Everyone's got bangs. Ugh. Okay, so then what was your first? Because I'm really trying to. What was your first moment when you were like, okay, I'm going to be like, I want to be a fashion editor. Well, I'm not a fashion editor. I'm a graphic designer because. I hated my life and I used to work at Vogue and I used to work at Men's Vogue doing marketing and I hated it. And I'm like, why am I not happy? Because I'm at this like perfect, fancy, very prestigious brand and company. And I just watched my coworkers who were working in the art department designing and they taught me. And then Men's Vogue, the magazine folded, it closed. Mm Mm-hmm. And my coworker looks at me and he's like, you should go back to school. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'm going to go back to school as a 26 year old. 
literally goes back. I go back to SVA first day of school. SVA is a school of visual arts, which just literally like a work school for graphic designers. Yeah. Like I want like, okay, so I just had to move apartments and it was like, and it was really hard to find like, cause you know, when you find a new apartment, like you want that moment of like that. And I want that moment from you. What's my first? Well, I always liked clothes and because I have a graphic eye and I like art, I always like fine painting. That's how I started in art. I oil painted, right? You did? Yes. I'm really good oil painter. I'm probably a better oil painter than I am a designer. So if you're good at proportions, if you're good at type, you're good at dressing for your body because you know what will flatter a shape. But I always liked watching TV with the pretty girls. I like had these Chinese fans with girls' faces painted on them. I was obsessed with girls' faces. I just like pretty things. I love that. But I'm not just pretty you know what i mean like well, you have a lot of depth yes yeah. so like a lot of times i struggle with the fact that like am i being too superficial like what does this even matter like w- you know like what really matters is family and spending time with friends and then i'm like oh but that jacket will look so good with those pants yes so how do you bring that together i mean is that kind of just like the line that you're walking now in your life i think that's like the same line where you're like how do you know when to draw the line tell someone no i can't do this for you and then when you realize like i'm just being a big ass baby and i should just fucking help this person with their job right so hard everything's about that balance right and it sounds so like generalizing but i feel like that's what people go to therapy for to like balance out their mind no that's exactly what i go to therapy for i mean my one therapist who I, she was amazing but she she took me by the shoulders and she was like kind of throwing me from like side to side and she's yeah. like this is you yeah and she's like do you know where you need to be and i was like no and then she just like stopped and mm-hmm. i like and like just like like rested me in the middle yeah. and she was like here yeah she's like you don't she's like you don't understand where balance is yeah like you need to find your balance that is such a thing well because you're working 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 and you go 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 and then at the same time like doing yoga and all of these things that's but what you're i'm like, trying to medicate it i'm trying right. to like i'm trying to find it you're trying to mediate into like yeah middle ground so but then back to marie claire yeah so like when is it the kind of the head of every of every department that kind of like that gets together the consensus of like what Marie Claire's like platform of like this is what we think is hot this is where we think it's going this is what we mm-hmm. think you should be wearing and buying for hair skin makeup mm-hmm, totally the beauty department is huge in that because you know beauty's you being a hair person beauty is huge huge I feel like huger than fashion well I mean yeah I mean what goes on our skin and our hair and how yeah. we look is like, it's all a part of fashion. Right. A like girl big... will always have her face, but she can't always wear like size two jeans. Right. But is, but when you're talking about the fashion industry, like all of that stuff just goes so hand in hand. Cause like, yeah. So I, I think that like, I mean, to me like hair and makeup like is fashion. Yeah. Like they're all in like the same thing. It is. So what's, so what does Marie Claire think of like right now? Like what, what like, do what's, we like what's right fierce? Now? What's everything? What's everything? There's so actually, many. Like, not what's everything let me rephrase that because i was like yeah. i want to put my katie Couric hat on for a second yeah. to you uh-huh. what's the most inspiring about what marie claire thinks is hot right now because i'm really more concerned about you well well okay for one we have a colombian creative director who's a minority right and we have a asian american design director Who's a minority? Like, what other magazine has that? Nobody. 
Nobody. Not like so your, not in we're bringing culture. Sure. We're bringing culture subconsciously into a magazine and diversity subconsciously into a magazine that pretty much for a long time only had white women. Oh, it did. I mean, I feel like a majority of magazines, like in like the in this tier, yeah, majority of the time have white women, or they put a black woman on the cover and she doesn't look black, right? So They're like not embracing cultural diversity. Yeah, there's and always we some are complaints about it. it. Yeah, we are. So I think we like a lot of like we like things that are more like luxe and just. Not as like bubblegummy as other magazines. It's a little bit more I think, real now. A do little we feel? more. I think it's a little more like intricate, like a lot more like depth to it because of our backgrounds. So I mean, one I'm really like you know I do Tess Holiday's hair and I work with Denise Bedo a lot mm-hmm. and I love them. I think they're like both so effing fierce. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like? Because I mean, I honestly don't really like. I watch my clients read magazines, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm like all about the hair. Mm-hmm. So all I care about is like the hair. I, I know. But how do you feel about, like, if we're talking about, like, inclusion of, like, women of color into the yeah. fashion yeah. landscape, where do you feel, like, Marie Claire fits in with, like, women or, like, plus-size women? I think it we're the one magazine that has a page for a plus-size, a different plus-size girl every month. Oh, I love do that. you know that? It's called Big Girl in a Skinny World. I love that. So every month, it used to be Nicolette Mason well, I love every her. month, who's gorgeous yeah we love, love her. her we love her um but now we've like changed it up so every month is a different hot new plus size girl i really love that 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 fashion is going there consciously more yeah that we're like just like including more i love that that's like in yeah like just including more people totally and i think certain designers are much more open to it right i think like diamond Furzenberg makes it a a thing to make sure her models aren't too skinny and that they're all different races. If you look at her past few shows. Yeah. She's kind of fabulous. She's so cool. I loved it when she did like that portrait where she was just like right up in the camera with like nothing on her face. Yeah. She's like giving like so much fearless. Yeah. I just love that about her. Mm -hmm. She ain't scared. Mm -mm. That's what fearless means. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Where do you go to Uh get inspired? Where do I go to get inspired? And he closes his laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to Paris. That's my favorite place in the world. I go to China because that's who I am deep down from the bones, right? Like I feel much more heightened in sensitivity when someone speaks Chinese to me. And it's only, I've only been there for six years of my life. But. Everything that I do will have like a calligraphy swash to it. Like just something feels like it's woven, it's sewn. You know, like the even the music, it has like a tinge to it. It just doesn't feel completely Western. And I think that works in my favor. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's like it's super... It's just interesting. Like, you're just such an interesting person. I mean, like, really, you are. Like, I, and I see it because it's like, it's like, it's not like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a kiss. This is like from Instagram? Well, no, just from like that and like from our like interactions that we've had. I just feel like it's not, like, it's just like, it's like a little like, it just makes you like unique and like different. Like, you're like, your life experience like makes you like unique and different. Right, right. And I think that that's like, I think that's like fascinating. So, China, Paris, where else? 
China, Paris. What if you can't I'm, go there? What about I if you're always, in the city? Like for for a while when I was single, every single weekend I went to I went to the MoMA or the Met because there's always something different every day. Every day, I think it was George Lewis. He said to always go every week, and you'll always see something new. And he's right. I so I always story. go every week. Um, Even now, you still do. I go with my boyfriend all the time. Like I'll just be like, "Hey, let's go. Let's go to the MoMA. Let's go to the Med Bauer." They had this exhibit called "Unfinished." So all the stuff is paintings that artists didn't finish, and sometimes it looks cooler than if they finished it. As like a girl with Marie Antoinette clothes and no face. Oh my, I love that. I was like, "That's hot." Yeah. Yeah. Can you like finish it in your head? Yes, and it's great for selfies. Oh yeah, that is good for selfies, which we are. I'm really worried about that it's all like the time. Face. That's like all I think about is like I'm like this light would be really good. For I a know because we're the generation of of selfies. I love but that's a okay too. It's okay. I don't like it when people. Well, I could really talk about this forever, but like I really don't like when people like social media shame. Like like if you're like if you're like minding your own business taking a selfie and someone's mm-hmm. like gives you extra, or if you're like with someone and you're like oh, I'm gonna take a selfie really quick and they're like yeah, oh it's like how about. Like, whatever that one French phrase is about, like, I'll do me and you do you. Like, yeah. how about, if, I get, if you don't want to take a selfie right now, you go over there and don't take one and leave me yeah, alone while I do. exactly. Like, and if I want to tweet about it, I'm going to. Exactly. And if you don't want to tweet about it right now, that's cool. But don't shame me for my wanting to tweet. Mm-mm. But I also think people should have an, most people have an instinctive feel to whether the person taking the selfie is a narcissist who's a sociopath or if that person is a good person that just wants to take a selfie. And yeah. I, you know those people on Instagram with beautiful pictures, but you just know they're psychopaths? Like, you know they're, like, <laughs> so, so, sociopaths, as in, like, they have no feeling, they're completely narcissistic, and you don't follow them. Yeah. You're like, why? Or, like, you start following them, and then you're like, this person's a douchebag. Like, what makes that person Ugh. selfie so annoying but yours fabulous. Like, why am I like, yes, Jonathan, another shirtless selfie. I love it. But then somebody well, else. Because you I'm know like, me in IRL. Me. So you like, I think it's like, no, I was like that with you. Even not in IRL because oh, you, so you, you can tell when a person has layers. Well, you can tell when something's an onion or when something's a fucking plastic bag. And I'm not talking about the American beauty plastic bag that no, floats around. It. That's like beautiful. Like I'm talking about like, Dwayne like Reed. it's killing fish in the sea. It's like not living its best life. Yeah, like, like you open and there's like cocaine in it. Yeah, we hate that. No, she's not making you feel beautiful. No, later. Okay, so now this is always a point in the podcast where I'm like, like it's like I feel like I need to like come up with a new analogy for this, but I feel like my guests never listen to the podcast, so it always works. Okay, um, it's like it's like. Um, it's like if you go to yoga and you really wanted to like to do an inversion practice, or you really wanted to do like you know Ashtavakrasana, and I didn't teach that that day. Like, what did I miss about like what do you want to say about Marie Claire about how it gets put together about your job about journal women in journalism about fashion about anything that we've talked about? What do you what do you want to say to the people? I want to say that nothing's perfect and that's okay. And that you should really appreciate where you are in this moment, no matter what job you have. But always look back and appreciate how hard you worked to get there. Because I worked really hard to get here. And today was super hard and super overwhelming. 
But now that I look at it again, in hindsight, here sitting with you, I realize that it's all worth it. And we're all in an amazing place. So nobody needs to be perfect. And you should appreciate life and the people you love for who they are right now. Uh, you took me there, girl. <laughs> she took me there. You're going to cry, uh, girl. Yeah, she's going to make me cry. I want people to be able to find you and see you. Can, can, you t- can we tell people what your Instagram is? Yeah, totally. What is it? Where's it's your feed? one easy. Since it's like, you know, Which one is- e- It's W-A-N-Y-I-Z-E-E. And that link is going to be on the episode description of whatever device you're listening to this on. And then what about your Twitter? Do you tweet? I, this is the same thing, but I don't. I barely tweet. I tweet about Game of Thrones and, oh and Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just want to give Stephanie Baby shout out. She was our producer for this episode. She's yes, amazing. Um, her Twitter handle is also going to be on the link of this episode description of whatever you're uh, listening to this on. If you ever want to work with her for production, she's amazing. Um, and you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's produced by. Uh, Maximum Fun Productions. Jesse, we love you so much. Thank you so much for producing our podcast. Um, and we also want to thank Quinn. She made our theme music freak. We love her. And again, hashtag getting curious. Tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram me. Oh, my Instagram's Gay of Thrones. You can follow me there. You already know that. That link will be down there too. Um, and yeah, we really appreciate the reviews. Give it to us. Subscribe us. Do all the things. Tweet us the most. And thanks so much for listening to Getting Curious. We'll see you next time. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.